Welcome to another episode of the Father Ted Talk, broadcast here at the National Shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Today we welcome a special guest, Father Caesar. This is the, the longer form, the reading, which is it's a lot of material. And reaching content. Note that among the parables of the gospel, there are some, although in very small number, which were interpreted by our blessed Lord after having preached them to the multitude. Among these parables is the parable of the sour. This parable is one of those parables that the Lord preached on the shore of the lake. As we have heard from the interpretation that the Lord himself gives of his own parable, the sowing in question is the sowing of the word of God. That sowing has never ceased but has continued through the centuries and will continue. The word of God is compared to the seed because the word has to be deposited in the heart just as the seed is deposited in a trench made on the soil surface by a hoe. It must be fertilized with the rain from above, which is the rain of divine grace. It must develop and germinate in holy thoughts, in holy purposes, and it must end up bearing fruits of good works. But notice that the faith of the seed sown by God is quite diverse. Why? Just look carefully at the parable we read a moment ago, and you will see that according to this parable, a great deal of the seed is lost. For example, all that falls by the wayside is lost, all that falls on a stony ground is lost, and that which falls among thorns is lost. In enumerating all these circumstances, in which the seed is lost, our blessed Lord implies that unfortunately a great part of it is usually lost. How many are the souls who have heard the word of God and have not borne born fruit from it? For instance, think of how many Christians there are in the world who are far from God, far from the practices of the church, far from pious practices who have been baptized but live a very unchristian life, unholy life, not even striving to be good Christians. It is evident that in all these Christians the seed of the word of God has not borne the fruit issued. This is one of the great sorrows of Christ's heart 
thing with what love he wanted to enlighten souls, with what love he seeks the conversion of men, and by that love you will deduce by reason one must be the sorrow of his divine heart when he sees himself abandoned and forgotten by so many, when he sees that his word is despised by so many, in order that such a misfortune may not befall us, let us look at the ways in which the seed of the word of God is lost. And knowing them, we will avoid them. Okay, so the Lord says that, first of all, the word of God is lost because sometimes it is like seed that has fallen by the wayside. That is to say, some grains of seed fall in the middle of the road. Now, the seed that falls in the middle of the road is lost. Is lost. The reason is because it is trodden by those who pass by on the road. And moreover, since it remains on the surface, it is eaten by the birds. And the Lord says that there are souls where the seed has this fate. Because they are souls who hear the word of God superficially. That is to say, they hear it with bodily ears, but do not hear it with the ears of the soul. They perceive the sound of the word of God, but the content of that word, the truths, that that word uncovers the paths of virtue that it teaches, they neither look at them nor love them. They are people who hear as if they do not hear. It seems as if the word of God were not for them. They are souls from whom the enemy snatches the fruit of that seed. He has them distracted Distraction is a bad sign when you examine yourself. Completely given over the external things without worrying about their own salvation. And they let that grace of the word of God pass by without drawing any fruit from it. These are superficial, distracted souls who do not pay attention, who do not reflect who do not seek to know the word of God deeply. And all this they do because they do not love it. They do not esteem that great treasure of heaven. They don't want to save their souls. Along with these souls who from the beginning lost the seed of the word of God, there are others who at first seem to receive it well, but they do not bear fruit. And among these, there are some who are like stony ground. You know what happens to the seed that falls among the rocks. Of course, among the stones, there is usually a little bit of soil. In that little bit of soil, the seed is dropped. As soon as four drops of water fall, 
and there is a little bit of sun, it begins to sprout. But then, as it has nowhere to take root, there is no depth in the soul and it dies. The same things happen in some souls. The seed of the word of God falls into them. It's given. They receive it. But they are very like souls. Fickle. Very fickle. They change easily. At first they receive the preaching with joy. With good will. Good preaching. Very good preaching. They receive it. But since preaching brings with it certain labors and certain trials, as soon as those labors and those trials come, they fly away. They go. Of course, in order to obey the word of God, we must overcome our passions. Those passions that always go against the virtues that our Lord recommends to us. Moreover, we must overcome the temptation of the enemy and we must overcome the struggle against the world. Therefore, it is necessary to strive to obey God and to hear his word with fruit. It is necessary to go against the current of our own passions. We must not be like those fickle then in, in constant persons of whom we speak. That although at the beginning they were encouraged to receive the word of God, when they begin to feel the difficulties of the struggle, they draw back. The reason is because they do not realize, this is important, that this struggle is worthwhile. Because by struggling, one gets rid of one's enemies. By struggling, one is enriched with virtues. By struggling, one conquers heaven. Notice that these souls, forgetting all these good things that are in this fight, cease to fight. And as soon as the first difficulties come, again, they go away. How many fickle souls there must be in the world? Souls who at first ever hear with enthusiasm the truths that our blessed Lord teaches, but then when they have to put them into practice, they forget what they have heard. There are also other souls who receive the word of God and receive it with joy and love and then also lose it. They are those souls who resemble a land full of weeds and thorns. These souls are those who are full of solicitude for the things of this life. Who are full, for example, greed for riches. Who are full of desire for the enjoyment of life. Souls who live absorbed in the things of this world. They have time for everything. They, have, they find new ways for everything except for the teachings of the Lord. Their material interests are more important to them than the word of God and therefore a thousand cares of the present life fill their hearts completely and do not allow them to occupy themselves with the things of God. In all these comparisons, the Lord teaches us what we must avoid when we hear the word of God. First, we must not be superficial souls 
who are satisfied to hear with external ears, but do not hear with the inner ears of the heart, that is, with the ears of the soul. Second, we are not to be fickle souls who hear, who begin to do what God commands, but then get tired as soon as the work and the struggle come. Third, we must not be souls who occupy in the things of this world, that they leave us no time to think of God, or to think of the interest of eternal life, or to think of our own salvation. We are to be like good soil, those who receive the word of God with good will, with good heart, that is to say, in a spirit of faith, knowing that it is the word of God. We need to ponder and deepen in at the word of God with patience. If with patience, that is, with perseverance, with constancy, knowing how to bear all the difficulties that arise, we remain faithful to what the Lord teaches us, the soul that does in this way, that receives the word of God with a good heart, and then with great patience seek to put it into practice, not becoming discouraged or disheartened because it feels difficulties or temptations, but going to God with prayer, with humble supplication to obtain his grace, persevering on the path once it has been undertaken, will soon find an abundance of good works. Finally, a saint says, San Rafael Maria Arnai says, you know my heart to the bottom God. You can understand it. Men do not understand it. Let them go on with their worries, with their vanities. I, Lord, I want nothing. Nothing matters to me. Only you, whom I adore, whom I love above all things, for whom I sigh, suffer, and weep care about your salvation. Let us ask for the grace through the intercession of Our Lady of Mount Carmel to be good souls which bear fruit of eternal life.